0: From Homedale to Salmon River, District 3 has several teams that don't always get their due. Stepping outside the shadows of the SIC, this is the Treasure Valley PrepCast with Logan Green. That's right. It's another edition of the Treasure Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. Talking 3A, 2A, 1A athletics in District 3. Brandon Bainey alongside Logan Green today. Uh, let's let's go zoom all the way in, and then we'll zoom out in just a second. Okay. Logan, uh, for, for our video viewers, you can watch this each week on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel or Facebook page. Audio only, also an option at IdahoSports.com or wherever you download your podcasts. Uh, but, Logan, I always ask what you're wearing. Sometimes it's uh, really trashy Carolina Panthers stuff, and sometimes it's NC State. But what are you rocking today?
1: Today I'm, it, I'm staying with the Panthers thing, but – I've got my nice, uh, carry 2021. Uh, I always, here we go. Can yeah, see Carrie? So they gave me this shirt when I was out there a couple, uh, I've been a couple months now, but, um, back during football season. Um, man, I, I tell you, they spoil us anytime we go to carry. I love going there. Um, great people It's a lot of fun. I know that's different prep cast, but, um, but yeah, they gave me this shirt and, uh, I'd love to rock it. So, and we mentioned it before. Hey, we'll we'll wear whatever you've got on these prep casts and support your school uh, going forward. So we've got Carrie here today. I know they're not in our district, but hey, they're, they're they're the ones that gave me a shirt. So they're on top right now. It's all it's Carrie against the world.
0: Sifting through the tea leaves here, I think I can interpret your statement as saying, "Hey, this is a yeah. District Three podca- podcast. I need some District 3 Three." Your, your shamelessness never, I, know. Ceases I, I, I have no
1: shame, none at all. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, well, everybody.
1: I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
0: We we were getting some traction on maybe getting some, some uh, gear or swag from some of the district three schools. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah.
1: I had a few people reach out and it'll be fun to get.
0: Yeah. That'll be a lot of fun. So uh, what is also fun is the action on the courts. I mean, we are Logan, we are in the last week of the regular season for girls basketball, some teams have already finished and some teams have like yeah. one, maybe two games left.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I mean, we, like you said, we even have a bracket that's already set up and ready to go right for uh, the long pin conference. They're already one they They're ready to go. They got their brackets set. Everything's all settled. And it's kind of interesting for them. It's only going to be a four team tournament um, because of some, some teams ending their seasons early, like we saw. Um, Salmon River is done for the year. Uh, Horseshoe Bend is done as well as Meadows Valley. So that just leaves the other four in Council, Cascade, Garden Valley, and Tri Valley that are going to be playing for those bids to state.
0: Yeah. So, so Horseshoe Bend and Meadows Valley never had enough girls for a team. They didn't. They didn't have teams all year. Salmon River started the year and had just they had too many injuries, which is unfortunate. Um, they ended up having to forfeit a bunch of their league games. Um, and yeah, they'll finish in fifth place, but not participating in districts. You know, everybody in the district still has a game left. Um, most of them are playing like Thursday or Friday, but because the standings are so set in stone, they've already been able to put the bracket together. So these, these regular season games that are left um, are really for nothing more than, uh, maybe motivation going into districts or possibly bragging rights. So so you mentioned it, Logan. Let's go ahead and put it up on the screen. This is the official 1A-D2 District 3 or long pin. Con- Here's the thing. All year long, we call it the long pin conference, and then we get to districts, and all of a sudden it's not the long pin tournament. It's the 1A-D2 District 3 tournament. Mm-hmm. So cold and calculating.
1: Yeah, so we'll we'll give it a little flavor by saying it's yeah. long.
0: Long pin. Yeah, I like that. Uh, So Council, the number one seed, no surprise there. They'll play a fourth seeded Cascade February 5th. And again, if you're watching this video, we've got the bracket up on the screen. If not, uh, it'll be up on our website shortly, idahosports.com. So Council will play Cascade in the first game, six o'clock February 5th. Uh, All of these games will be at McCall High School. So uh, neutral site. I like that. I like bringing it to a neutral site personally. But.
1: yeah. And I think this conference is one where it works out perfectly, especially at those first two games, right? Cascade goes up. Council goes up. They meet in the middle of McCall, same thing with tri Valley they can come up and garden Valley comes up and they meet right there in the middle. I think it's, it is the best case scenario situation right there for those uh, four games playing them right there. Smack dab in the middle.
0: You know, in Montana where I grew up, Logan, um, they, they play their district tournaments over the course of like three days because every, like almost everybody's traveling from somewhere. So they go, we might as well make it worth the time. Instead of making you travel to McCall three separate times, you're going to go and play Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And it's almost like a
1: tournament tournament environment.
0: I I think it works pretty well, but here in Idaho, it is very spread out where districts can take like two weeks sometimes. And some, yeah,
1: Yeah. And ours were, I mean, I I grew up in North Carolina, a little different obviously, but ours were always at, at home sites and even, and this is something, I mean, we can talk about a little more, but um, there's a good discussion on uh, the sports boards. So if you're new to um, Idaho sports, or if you're not sure what the sports boards are, they're just like a, I don't know, Reddit for high school sports in Idaho, so to say, you can poke what you want and, and say what you want in there as long as it's not stupid. That's one of the rules. It said don't be stupid. Well, um,
0: it's open so, to interpretation. Yeah, but...
1: it's tough for Paul to follow that rule. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so so one of the ones, and I brought it up, was at the 4A level, there, there's going to be a little bit of a mess, right, with with some other conferences, with some really good teams not getting a bid. And when I grew up, they they would play full, like the – the full, and, of course, there's way more high schools – um back down there and it's a different environment but they you know you you would play the first three or four rounds at a home site I mean I think the the basketball tournament was 64 teams just like NCAA and so you play the first couple rounds um at the home site and then like the final four you play they play it like at the at the Dean Dome or at Cameron or whatever it was um you you know play those 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 big time matchups in, in in an environment like that and you know, part of me wonders if if that's something. I know I'm kind of getting off course here with it, mm-hmm. but that could Idaho do that? Expand it? Make it a little bit different? Where we play at the home sites um, for those first couple of rounds? Give more more teams a chance? But I mean, maybe that's a conversation for another day. Um, but but I also wanted to add that, Brandon, you were giving me very big Greg Gumble. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what the word is. I, I I saw it in you as you pulled up the bracket, and you were like. Yeah. The first matchup will be, you know, council versus, uh, cascade. They will play Thursday the second at, you know, 7 PM. You know, just, it was very, um, it took me back. That's I think that's my favorite sporting event of the year that's on TV. I love that when they put up the teams on the bracket and you see, you know, those bubble teams sweating it out. But again, I'm a little bit way off topic right now, but, uh, but, but you fit Greg Gumball's um, – you, you, you did a great job filling in for him right there.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Let's take a look at the long pin region here. Council, yeah, the yeah, Lumberjacks, exactly the number one seed. <laughs> they will take <laughs> on oh, the oh. Ramblers of Cascade. Yeah. Yeah, they,
1: nice. <laughs> <laughs> he does, yeah it's very – like you, you can hear it. Like you just – you can hear his voice and – do you remember that one year where they, they didn't do it that way? They just like released all the seeds yeah, at one time. Not cool. That was the worst thing ever. Like, again, here we are way off, but I mean, they reverted back the next year because it was such a terrible thing to do. Yeah. I don't, that was bad.
0: Yeah, that, it'd be cool if they did that for the actual state brackets uh, where... where... But the, but we know going in the max preps rankings are kind of public knowledge, so yeah, I can't really do it there. But, anyways, uh, yes. we need to get on
1: that. We need to have our own selection show. Selection show.
0: We've got sick. we'll we'll have cameras with the teams live. Like here, here's a look at the Middleton Vikings as they yeah. await, as they yeah. await their fate. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh man, we're not even ten minutes in, and we're already like we're yeah. at the end of the show banter here. Yeah. Okay, so. Big, big story is that that's a great conversation. You were talking about, Logan, maybe possibly expanding the number of teams, having some home sites, and then whoever survives that gets to go to the big arena. I like that idea. If you want more conversation like that, go to the sports boards. There are online message boards. They're back. It got pretty spammy for a while and kind of became a graveyard, but we've cleaned it up, and we're back and talking about about that. We're talking about the shot clock. Uh, We're talking about the best basketball teams we've seen in the state so far. It's at sportsboards.com. Go join and be part of the conversation because, man, we're having a lot of fun in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good to hear from other people and and what they think Um, because I don't – I love being wrong, honestly. Like if somebody's got something, you know, better to say, better than my point of view, I like to hear it. Um, And, you know, some of these people, they know more than I know with specific teams – and you know, I, I enjoy reading those those comments and, and hearing what other people have to say.
0: Yeah, the sports boards. Uh, it's also a link uh, to to the sports boards is on our homepage, idahosports.com, right there at the top across across the the bar at the top, sportsboards.com. So that's girls basketball uh, at, at the long pin level. Council, we think the favorite. Pretty interesting battle, I think, between Tri Valley and Garden Valley to see who gets that second bid to state we can we can dissect that a little more next week but these two teams uh just played actually last night logan they played tuesday night and tri valley won by two 46 to 44 it was a very close game
1: (laughs) yeah so i mean that's gonna be you're right you you look at it you know you look at that bracket right now and you think that those are the two teams that are going to end up you know, they're playing in the first round, but they're probably going to be playing at the end of the day on that, that consolation bracket for that final spot.
0: Yeah, so we'll keep an eye on that. Let's move up to the 1A D1 level for girls basketball. The standings, I mean, Notice is kind of running away with this thing, right? They're 8-0 eight, eight 0 in the league, 13-2 and two overall. The question is, who, who's second? Because they get two bids to state this year liberty charter is six and one in the conference they're seven and eight overall rimrock is five and two greenleaf is five and three wilder is four and three Uh, i mean i don't know what to make of it and and a lot of these schools still have you know some have two conference games because of postponements and and makeups and stuff so there's a lot to be decided still even in just the seating for this tournament
1: yeah i mean you look at it it's probably pretty uh, set in the fact that that number one seat is going to go to notice and they do look to be in the driver's seat right now. Um But then you look on the other side, like you mentioned Wilder being in the mix as well, being at what are they They're Four and three in the conference. They have a big game. Um What is that? That one's on Thursday. So tomorrow against Rimrock and you know, that that's a big potential seeding game right there. If, if, wilder can win that game and get over the hump then do they does that how to where does that knock rimrock of course rimrock is you know like we said battling with liberty charter for that second spot of course a couple weeks ago rimrock did liberty charter beat them by 26 points so do you, do you look at that and say that maybe liberty charter has the the edge there you know but I, I don't know um because at the same time you look at Liberty Charter and you know they they had a very close game with Wilder on Tuesday night only won that one by three points um so so you look at that and say you know is Wilder in the mix here could could they sneak up and knock off Liberty Charter you know I I think maybe that those four um below notice the Rimrock are those those four yeah Liberty Charter Rimrock and Wilder are in the mix but then even Greenleaf uh Greenleaf sitting at 5 and 3 uh you know they they've had a good season um they did lose to Rimrock a couple weeks ago last week actually but only by 4 um so and they've only they lost a notice by just 2 um they beat Wilder a couple weeks ago so i mean we can play this ping pong battle all you want but i i think that that group of 4 right there with Liberty Charter Rimrock Wilder and Greenleaf is a big mess and that it could be any one of those teams that come out with the bid.
0: Yeah, but it's going to be uh really fun to watch that district tournament unfold. Let's move up to the 2A where we've got well, it's kind of settled. Cole Valley won the league, 12 and 0, overall or in the conference 17 and 4 overall. Melba finishes 8 and 3. You know, the more I'm looking at it, that loss they had to Napa Christian seems more like kind of just an aberration. Napa Christian and New Plymouth are both six and five. Um, so the winner, or potentially, you know, you're you're looking at the difference between being on the same side of the bracket as Melba or being on the same side of the bracket as Cole Valley. I'm not sure there's an easier path necessarily. What do you think? Who would you rather be in the semis with?
1: Neither. I don't know. I, I I don't think anybody wants to to face Cole Valley. I mean, straight up, if we're being honest. Um, I mean, we saw what they did in that that tournament. They were the only two A team playing in a tournament full of four and five A schools, and they held their ground. Uh, I mean, you look at the, like we said, they're seventeen and four, but three of those losses came to those four and five A schools, and their only other loss is to Lapway, who Lapway has lost to five A school or has beaten five A. At least at the boys' level, but the Lapway girls are just as good. Um, so I, I don't know if they have a bad loss on their resume right now, and I would sure hate to have to face uh, Cole Valley right now. It, it, not just in the conference, but in the in the state tournament when that comes up. They they are on a roll right now. Um, they haven't lost since December against Bishop Kelly. Um, it, it's going to be tough to stop Cole Valley. I think at this point.
0: Yeah, and I guess the way it'll probably shake out is each of these teams has one conference game left uh, for Nampa. It's both on Friday. Nampa Christian will host Ambrose, and New Plymouth will, uh, will be at Compass Charter. Compass Charter is struggling. They haven't won a game yet this year. You figure New Plymouth wins that. And even if Nampa Christian beats Ambrose and they finish tied, New Plymouth swept the regular season series with Napa Christian. So that would put New Plymouth at the three seed, Napa Christian at the four. And again, we talk about it's going to be important who takes third place because they're going to get a play in game to state. Um, Now, again, we think that the teams in district five are a little better right now than like a new Plymouth or a Napa Christian, but just to have that opportunity is huge. So yeah,
1: definitely. And uh, sorry, I'm going to skip back a little bit. I don't We last week we talked about, um, the seeds to state coming out of a one AD one how there's they're they're getting those two bids. And, and if you lose, that's it for you in the district tournament. Right. Right. Um, I think that's, I, I'm just thinking about it. It's going to be brutal for those four teams that we talked about the Liberty charter, Rimrock, Greenleaf and Wilder to not have a shot to come back through there. Um, yeah. Let's, it's, it's going to be a a, a real, battle between and I, and I don't know I haven't seen the girls one. I don't know if it's the same setup but we know in the boys that it's it's a loss and you're done. You can't come out of the consolation side to get back in.
0: Yeah, let's let's put up that long pin bracket again just to Logan explain what they're talking about. So whoever loses the championship has to go back down and play. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so this
1: can... is a, this is a great example of how I think everyone should work and, and I think 98% of them do work like this. You see here let's just take for simplicity, the high teams win, right? So council beats um Cascade and then Tri Valley beats Garden Valley, they move on. Um in the next game, council wins the championship and Tri-Valley loses, um and, and it goes down. And what would happen in um in in this situation in the 181 bracket, at least at the boys, Cascade and Garden Valley, you are done. That's it. No more basketball. Um, but you do I mean you do move down to these loser brackets you see here. Um, but then at the end of the day, that's how you see, it says loser of game four, which is the championship game. So the loser of the championship game moves down here and they play the winner. They would play the winner of that cascade garden Valley game, right? The, the, the double elimination, right. Um, to be out of the tournament. And, and that's what this tournament grants a team. If you lose in the first game, you still have a chance to fight your way back. Um, and that's great here it works but in the other tournament it doesn't matter who wins the championship game i mean it really it really doesn't you got there you got your bid um if you lose you're still in and but all the other ones you know that you see that where the team has another shot at it um in that bracket situation you might lose in the first round if you're garden valley or um, cascade but you have another shot at the bottom um 181 they're still gonna play but they just don't Get anything out of it, which is, which, if I'm one of those four teams, that's it's. I'm going to be sweating it out, honestly, because you're going to have you're going to be fighting with each other, and then you think about seeding as well. Like, you know, that's it's critical to be not third or fourth, um, because then you have to, you know, you know, if you can finish second, um, excuse me, you don't want to be fourth. You do not want to be like fourth or fifth, right? Because you're going to have to play notice and that could be it for you. Um, so being second or third is huge, but anyways, again, kind of a little long rant, but
0: no, that that's uh that that's fine because we talked about it last week uh, where the one, a D one bracket is sort of that single elimination setup. Uh, we did want to mention as well at the two, a district bracket. We, we had been talking about how well vision charter didn't have a varsity team this year. They kind of played a hybrid varsity JV schedule. So, uh Cole Valley will just get a bye in the first round. That's not true. Connor Jackson, the uh, athletic director at Cole Valley, uh, reached out to us and said, "Hey, just so you know, Vision Charter does get a chance to to play at districts. They're automatically locked into that 8 seed since they didn't play a conference schedule." So, um it sounds like Cole Valley is going to play Vision Charter in that first game. Um be a good experience for those players at uh, Districts, but I was gonna try and share my screen here real quick, Logan. So we can. I've got the bracket, the the one A D three bracket, but it's or a one A D one D three bracket, but it's uh, it's like an Excel file, so I can't like upload it to the program. Mm -hmm. I can show you if you look here on this screen. And again, if you're watching the video, you'll want to go full screen. But if you look at this bracket here, Logan, you'll see that yeah, there's no chance for. for the other, whoever takes second place, yeah, that's it, that's right? It. Both, right there, you can see it right underneath. Both to state in the championship game, first and second place. So over here, you have the third place game, which again doesn't mean anything. So my question would be, what's the point? Why would you have? Yeah, it?
1: yeah. I mean, you can even see it right there in here the orange is. on February seventh. It just says winner to state, winner to state. Like, why don't you just end the tournament right there? What's
0: yeah. the point? So, anyways, that's what we're talking about. If you want to see this bracket, of course, we will have it up later at IdahoSports.com. Like we just got these like pretty recently, so we're we're still working them out. Um, but uh, we will have all of those district brackets up on the site uh, probably by the end of the week when we really start getting into district play. But uh, that's what we're talking about with with the one AD one. District three bracket, so two A's is pretty much set. All right, let's talk three A hoops because man, what a what a wild week it was for Parma. We talked about Parma and Fruitland, the rematch. Fruitland won on a last second basket. The first time they played, uh, the rematch was not that close. Logan, right? Parma, Parma kind of showed that. Well, at least we thought Parma showed, hey, we're still top dog here. They won fifty one to twenty one. But then they turn around. And lose at Weezer 55 to 46. I, I can't make heads nor tails of it.
1: Yeah, and, and I don't know if if you're riding high on that. That was a Thursday night game. Um coming off a huge win. Um against Fruitland, you win by 30, and then you go play Weezer on the road on a Saturday afternoon. Were there heads there? I, I don't know. I I, just, I mean that's not a diss on Weezer at all, but Man, I mean, they beat Weezer by I mean they beat him by 13 the first time. Like they they kind of had their way with them. Um yeah, but just kind of a head scratcher to think what what happened here? How did you fall in that one? I mean, you you look at Weezer though, I mean, they're not like a terrible team. I mean, their losses so far come to to Ryrie, who's very good. Um, and then they lost two to Melba. And those were their non-conference losses. And then you, you come back into conference and it's just Parma and Fruitland. Um, so really they, they've kind of been just slowly sneaking around as well. And now you got to think about them when it comes to the district tournament um, coming up here soon, that maybe now Weezer needs to be included in this. And it's not just Parma and Fruitland, which I mean, we, I guess we had incorrectly just given the, the conference to those two and and now Weezer saying, Hey, we got something to say about this. And I mean, they got, they got two games left. Um, they play Homedale and Payette to finish out the season, two winnable games for them. Uh, they could even, you know, if Parma slips somewhere, Parma finishes out with um, McCall, you know, if, 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 the Vandals pull an upset there, then all of a sudden Weezer they are going to move up in, in positioning in the tournament. So I don't know. And, and, and I really think that it, it hurts Parma a lot because now, now you, you're going to play Weezer in the semifinals, most likely, right? Um, that that you'll be the two, Weezer is the three, and now you have to play them instead of being that one where where you can avoid them. I mean, I think it's really those three at the top, um, in the SRV. So it, you know. Yes,
0: and we talked. About, we talked about uh, two and a half bids to state top two will get to go third place team will challenge the second place team from district one and two up North. And as we talked uh, two weeks ago about it, I said, well, I think the team from district three has a pretty good chance. Well, last night, Kellogg, Kellogg defeated Timberlake in overtime and snapped Timberlake's 42 game conference winning streak that dated back. What is that? Seven years. It's a four team league. You only play eight games a year. So six years, nearly of, of not losing in that conference, Kellogg knocked them off. So Kellogg and Timberlake both look pretty formidable up North. So whoever takes third is going to be in for a battle. That's for sure. Yeah, that,
1: that is exactly what I thought too, Brandon. When I saw that score, I said, man, that really puts everybody here. You're sweating. You do not want to be that half seed because if, if it happens to be Timberlake, that is, that's tough. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but then having now all of a sudden Kellogg looking very good, yeah. Um, I mean, you look at Kellogg's schedule. They've lost to a, a Montana team, Big Fork, but th- they've lost to Timberlake and then to Moscow, who's a four A team, a couple times. That that's it. Those are their losses. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's looking. If you're Kellogg or if you're everybody else, you're looking over your shoulder, saying, "Where did where did Kellogg come from?" And you know, to put it lightly, oh crap! You know, here <laughs> here they come. It's another team thrown into the mix that, that, man, if they can take down Timberlake, there's not anybody else they can't beat in the, in, in, at the three, a level.
0: Yeah. Let's, let's switch over to, to boys basketball. Now three, a level, uh, McCall Donnelly still leads there, four and one in the conference, 11 and two overall. Uh, they're going to play Parma Logan in a game that we'll have on IdahoSports.com.
1: Yeah, it should be a fun game. We'll be out there. Me and Paul out at Parma tomorrow night for that one. Um, You know, Parma boys have had a little bit of a rough season, five and eight overall, but they are two and two in the conference. Um, McCall kind of has shown that they're the the best team in the conference um, throughout the year and throughout their non-conference schedule. They did lose to Fruitland a couple weeks ago, um, but they had a big win on Friday against Homedale. I think that was really the one that was going to decide who gets first place in the conference. And, uh, they beat them at McCall. The rematch will be on February 8th. Uh, but right now, I think that those two teams in the driver's seat, barring any upset, but, um, you know, on the other side, Parma, like we said, um, will be out there on on Thursday. or What's today? Wednesday? Yeah, we'll be out there on Thursday. Um, th- they lost to Homedale pretty good. Um, but this is the first matchup. And, you know, when you're McCall, you have a target on your back every night the everybody's gunning for the Vandals, making that run to the state championship, got one of the best players in DJ green and everybody's coming after you. And uh Parma's going to have a shot at home uh, to take down the top dog. And it's going to be a good matchup right here on Idaho sports.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a, a lot of fun. So um moving on to a, not much to talk about there. Everything's still pretty, pretty settled. Ambrose and Mel, but the rematch comes next week. So we'll talk more about that next week uh one we got we have to do our weekly check in on on the Western Idaho Conference 1AD1 continues to be clear as mud Rimrock is 4 and 0 in the conference the hard part is the unbalanced schedules right Rimrock's only played 4 games and like Victory Charter has played 6 in the, yep. in the league so it's it, the standings are a little uneven still but Rimrock is still undefeated 4 and 0 in the conference 8 and 3 overall Victory Charter's 5 and 1 Liberty Charter's four and two. Centennial Baptist, Notice, and Riverstone are all three and two. North Star Charter is two and two. Greenleaf Friends is three and four. You're talking about green. the difference between third and seventh yeah. being separated by two games.
1: Yeah, it's kind of crazy that uh, just, just, just a one little slip up by any of these teams, they are all walking a fine line because it's all... It's a huge conference, and just the way it's set up, where they only play each other once, um, you know, kind of lends itself to a little confusion. Um, but right now, I mean, Rimrock leading the way. Like, like we mentioned, they had a big win against Victory Charter a couple weeks ago that put them in the driver's seat. And, and coming up, they they have Wilder on Thursday, and then they have a big they have some big games next week against Centennial Baptist and Riverstone, where those are teams that. We mentioned only two losses in the conference for them but i'm looking in a couple of weeks um on february 9th rimrock is going to dietrich i think that will be a good matchup i know dietrich's a a d2 school um, but they were in the state championship last year they're a good team Uh, should be fun you know interesting to see how rimrock shapes up against one of the you know one of the top five teams at their level in the state in dietrich um at the 182 level should be a good test for the Raiders before they get ready to go into the district tournaments the next week.
0: Yeah, we're gonna find out, you know, we've talked about all year, you know, teams like Centennial Baptist, Notice, Riverstone. Are they for real? We're we're I mean, we're gonna find out because we're we're now getting to the point of the year where, you know, like for Centennial Baptist, for example, uh they play on Friday against Notice and then they they finish with probably the the top 3 teams rimrock liberty charter victory charter they'll play those 3 in the span of 8 days once we get get to february so a lot to be decided there still yeah it's appointment yeah. viewing every week though
1: yeah i mean it, it's it's important to check the schedules here on the site to find out where these teams are lined up i mean you can you can get out your notepad and and sketch it out and say well if this team beats this team and this one goes here and you know, attempt to, to stitch this all together, but man, it's, it's kind of crazy. This is the, the most up in the air conference. I think, I think Rimrock has kind of pulled away a little bit. Well, just not, I guess not pulled away, but shown that they deserve that top spot. And, and I mentioned this to you before, but if I'm Rimrock, I, I still, I have a chip on my shoulder right now. I, I, I think I have a big chip on my shoulder if I'm being completely honest um, I look at the coaches poll this week that came out for one AD one. Victory Charter is tied for first, yeah, or tied for second. Excuse me, behind Lapway, they're tied with Grace. And you're not in the top five. You received some votes, but but I I'd, I'd be a little ticked, right, that you beat them and you're not there. But they're tied for second place. I'd be like, hey, no one respects us right now. Um, that you got some stuff to do here. And you look at the media polls on the other side and you, you say, you know, what do people think about us here? Once again, um, they received three votes in the poll, but victory charter coming in number four. So, you know, if you want to play like that with the little chip on your shoulder, I think you got one. If you're Rimrock, you got to show everybody that clearly the media and the coaches Don't think you're better than victory, even though you beat them. So if I'm them, I'm, I'm hot. I'm ready to go ready for district tournaments and uh, we'll see what happens. Should be a good uh, entertaining district. That one is.
0: Still on mute there. Uh, Finally, one AD two. the big, the big story is council and garden Valley will have their rematch. uh, The first time these two teams played, It was a pretty interesting ball game, right? We thought we'll find out for sure, you know, who's going to take control of this thing. Council only won 64 to 58. So uh, the rematch Friday night will be very interesting to keep an eye on.
1: Yeah, that one in council. First one was over in Garden Valley, so they're coming back west a little bit for that one. But And then it's kind of interesting. You look at the the lineup here for um, council, they kind of, are stepping out of conference a little bit to wind out the season. They've got a game against compass charter, as well as Timberline from we on the second. And, you know, that, that's a team that um, has been to state the last couple of years. Um, we Ipe has been I think they were, they were there last year and the year before after something like 50 years of not going to state. So I like that matchup um, right now. It looks like Kendrick is kind of in, in the, in the driver's seat of that conference right now. But, um, but Timberline 4 and 3 right now. Um so so not too far behind Kendrick and they've shown that they can win in Mar- you know late February and March. They've proven it in the past and you know you never know what can happen. Uh, they actually did Timberline already beat um Kendrick earlier this year. Um and, and like we said Kendrick sitting at first place in the conference. So that might be a potential matchup with a team that is going to state. I, I you know I I might even say it is a matchup with a team that'll probably be in state, just just from what we've seen from Timberlake Mostly maybe I'm maybe I'm jumping the gun here, but has a very good chance to be at state. Timberline, a team that has been and may possibly be again. It's a good game to get on the regular season schedule that's out of conference, just just to see how you fit in, you know, see where your team lines up.
0: Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, to chart that, and then Garden Valley is at the opposite. They've got about all these conference games, right? They're only so so. Council is nine and zero in conference. Garden Valley is five and one. They've only played six conference games. So, so look at this schedule to to finish out the year for Garden Valley. They'll play uh, Council on Friday night, and then they get into uh, they actually play yeah Horseshoe Bend on Monday and then cascade on Tuesday. So they, they, I mean, they've got a lot of catching up to do in terms of,
1: yeah, uh, they, they got some bam, bam, bams on their schedule right there. And a lot of miles going to be put on that bus, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of trips, I guess Horseshoe Bend's not that far. So, but uh, yeah, they, it's interesting schedule that they've got the meat of their conference schedule still to go and, and council kind of stepping out of conference to pick up a couple extra games.
0: Yeah, So uh, that is the, uh, the latest round ball talk here on the treasure Valley prep cast uh, Logan green alongside Greg Gumble, And we'll uh, yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> we'll
0: uh, we we'll, uh, we'll we'll check back in next week. District basketball for girls will be off and running some big matchups still in the regular season for boys basketball. And we'll be back to break down all once again next week. So enjoy the competition this weekend, everybody for Logan green, I'm Brandon Bainey. We'll see you next time on the Treasure Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com.